Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. My next guest is Yanni Otenin, and um, Yanni is from Add Value to Me, and we're going to talk about uh, the customer experiences, uh, strategies you can have. We talked about this earlier in the show, how important it is to have positive customer experiences these days, because uh, if you don't, everybody finds out. And so it's important to make sure that you're working on customer experiences. So, Yanni, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you, Bill, and thanks for having me in your Christ show. Well, you know, before we get started, tell us a little bit about Add Value to Me and your background and uh, what types of customers you uh, do work for. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let me ask you first something. Uh, if you think about anything uh, that you have been doing this week and it has been mediocre or just okay. So what what does it make you feel like? Well, probably it could have been better. I Maybe I feel like I, I wasted my time. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make you feel anything great. It's just okay or it's just something that happens. And that's basically what happens when you bite the hand that feeds you, feeds you. So that's what your clients are. And that's what I'm, I'm focusing on. I started uh, consulting companies uh, over 13 years ago in Finland regarding customer experiences. And as you can imagine, it's quite uh, quite a small country. So in, in the past three years, I've been working out from London. And I've been involved in multiple million-dollar IT projects. And <clears throat> they, have, they have actually failed to create enough value for the clients if you ask me. You know, you can imagine these companies invest in tens and tens, even, even tens of millions or hundreds of millions in IT projects, and you get something out of it that feels just okay. Oh, it does the trick that we ask it to do, but it's not really anything fancy. And that was something that really started bothering me. And, and that was the time that I started looking for people and companies that who want to th- take those extra steps who want to serve their clients to be something much more better than just okay. And that's how I started looking into the customer experience management. And and then I found this huge secret that actually helps companies to define the customer experience strategies so that they can serve their clients better. And that really turned, our, turned around the projects that I've been doing. So that's the kind of companies that uh, I like to work with. That's a great thought because I you know I can think of when you you asked that question a little bit earlier I can think of a restaurant I went into where the I thought the experience would be fantastic and the food was just so so and I was really kind of disappointed Um, I went in to buy some some clothing in a new men's clothing store I thought I would really enjoy and they asked me at the end do you want us to to perma press your pants and then I said, "Yeah, that sounds great." I thought I thought I was getting an incredible experience, and I look at my bill, and they charge me forty-five bucks <laughs> without even right. asking me. And I thought, yeah. "Well, I'm not going back there again because they they're not yeah. honest with me." And then online experiences, which so many consumers are, are gravitating towards these days, 
and something like uh, an Amazon that just never seems to disappoint versus another site I went to where I, I bought something, I was excited about it, and I couldn't get out of the checkout page. It just wouldn't let me buy it. Yeah, so I can imagine so, that they lost your business there. Yeah, they're all all customer experiences. So, so uh, what makes customer experiences so important these days? Well, it, it's a, it's a really good question, Bill. If you think about it from the company perspective, like uh, Peter Drucker already 1954 said that there's only one reason uh, for companies to exist, and that is to create a customer. So basically, that's why they're in business. Of course, if you are in the public sector or government funded or something like that, then that's a bit different game. Then the question is that uh, how do you spend your budget in the best possible way? But then the companies actually can only spend and use money that they have earned. And the only way to learn that is through the customer value. And like we discussed those your, your experiences with the restaurants and all that, and you said you're not going back there again. So for that business, it's going to mean that the customer experience they provided for you created you to think that, okay, they are not worth my money. And potentially you even tell your friends and colleagues and other people that, okay, there's this restaurant that you shouldn't go. And there's this other one where I think you should go because they offer, offer you much better service. So if you think about the reason behind it, it comes down to these customer emotions and how we as people uh, just do things and like, like things. If they are not emotionally engaging, then you basically, you're not going to engage with the business in the future either. So that, that's why you have to create different kinds of customer experiences that are somehow above the mediocre or uh, above the average that the other businesses are doing. And if you think about nowadays how the business world works, it used to be about logistics. If you had great logistic chain, then you basically could move stuff around faster, and that was your competitive advantage. Then we talked about the information age for about 10 years, that if you have the information, then you are the king and you know enough or you know more than the others and then you can sell better. But nowadays, all that kind of things, logistics and, and marketing, sales, information, it's all, all commodized. Everybody has it. So it only leaves you the customer experiences that can differentiate you from the other businesses, if it makes any sense. It makes a tremendous amount of sense because... What a lot of businesses fail to, uh, to fail to recognize is that there is a long-term value of a customer, and if you don't know what that long-term value is, then you don't really understand uh, why you should spend so much to 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 make sure it that you have a positive experience with your customer that they become a raving. Uh, you know, proponent of uh, um, a cheerleader about your services. Is that is that what it boils down to? Yeah, you're right, Bill. And I mean, even if you think about the short-term value, it's even already challenging enough for the companies because if you think about your restaurant visit, it wouldn't take more than maybe two hours of performance from the from the restaurant to serve you well, give you great food and, and all that stuff and invoice you properly and, you know, and make you feel that the value for the money is, is enough in there. It's not even long-term. But what about if you actually would think about the long-term and if you would think about your value as the customer for that restaurant in the next five to ten years? How many times would you eat, eat in that restaurant? It would probably amount thousands of dollars, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah, yes. so... 
in business terms, it means money, and they lost money because they didn't give you the customer experiences you deserve as a client, or they could actually earn the money if you if they give you remarkable customer experiences and they would earn you a custom for the next x years or x months and you would go there again and maybe even bring your friends so it is money so, what we talk about here so do you help business owners to uh start <clears throat> i mean is there a process by which you start thinking okay let's let's think about your customer and what it what it means potentially for them to have a, a great versus a lackluster performance and let let's list out all the things that we can do how, how do you help your your uh, your clients you're right on the spot bill because you cannot serve your clients well unless you understand them you need to know who your target customer is and what kind of people are they so one size does not fit all that's very common saying isn't it but it it really is true because Something that would be amazing customer experience for one target client group is not something like that for another one. So that's why you need to understand that who are the customers that you serve, what what they like, how they think, what motivates them, all that kind of things. And that was one of those big secrets that I came up with. And that's why I started developing a method called Customer Experience Blueprint. Well, it's called blueprint because I don't know how to say probably the word uh, word strategy. So <laughs> try to rename it to blueprint. Okay. But basically, you need to have a strategy for custom experiences that will define that who is the client and how we as a business are going to respond to that client so that we do it in the way that the client wants to do it. If you think about the traditional businesses, what they do is they come up with a product or service, whatever that is, and then they go out and they start asking that, hey, look at this thing. I have it here. Who wants to buy it? And they, that's what their marketing efforts are. It's, it's basically asking that who wants to buy this fancy thing. But if you would be an outside-in company, some, a customer-centric company who goes out and asks from the client, that, okay, what is your problem? What, what kind of things are you trying to solve? How can I help you? And then they really understand the client and then they go, go back to their companies or offices and start thinking about solutions for the client. It would really change the game. And there are companies like that. I mean, from U.S., if you think about companies like Amazon and, well, Zappos being really famous for it. So, so there are companies like that, but they are definitely still a minority at the moment. Which which is good because there's opportunity if they're if they're, if they're a minority. But yes, you're absolutely right. I mean that's where the opportunity is. Like I like I said earlier, that those leaders who understand that this is the modern, you know, the the biggest thing they can do as the CEOs or or senior executives for the company is to actually say that okay, we're going to turn our company around 180 degrees. We're not going to be looking up into our own bellies anymore. We're going to be starting looking into the clients and asking them, okay, what is it that they want? And when they do that, the clients will know this. They will say that what happened here? I mean, from U.S., there's a great story about Office Depot. It, it was so that the CEO uh, went out and did sort of mystery shopping, and maybe you have seen the TV show called Undercover Boss. So he went out there and, and started looking how how their employees were serving the client, and it, was, it wasn't very good. So he went back to the headquarters and changed the whole culture, how people are trained, how the stores are arranged, and rest of that uh, business uh, is history. They have done really well after that. 
So it really shows how it can turn around companies. So is is so that a good starting point for a lot of business owners is to actually figure out what is what is it like to be a customer, experience that, and that's that can create a revelation right there as far as uh, how was I treated, um, uh, so so to, so to speak, taste your own cooking. Yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, how many uh, employees or even leaders know how the company is actually serving their clients? Do they actually know it? Because this, you know, this voice of customer programs and customer feedback systems, but it's all it's all um, solicited feedback. So you ask your clients, what do you think? And the clients will always give you some random answer. It's not necessarily random, but it's not something that is very deep. It's very superficial feedback on your business. But what if you actually did some sort of undercover posting and you actually went out into your business and, and saw it from the eyes of the employees and from the eyes of the um, customers how it really works at the end of the day. And most people are not ready to do that because they already know when they start thinking about it that that's going to be quite a horrible view they're going to see. And that's why improving customer experiences and really turning into customer-centric requires a, a little bit of focus. You have, to, you, know, you have to be willing to be criticized and, and willing to change things. Now, these days, business owners don't have to look very far to find comments about their businesses on, on social media sites like Yelp and Glassdoor. Even there's one out here called Glassdoor about how employees are treated at a company. So should should business owners be uh, sh- looking at those types of things to to find out, you know, and believing the feedback from, from uh, um, uh, customers? Um, and beyond that, what else should they be doing to solicit the information and feedback from customers? Yeah, I mean, they definitely need to tap into listening all all the stuff that is going online. And the thing is that, do, do you remember how many uh, surveys do you get in a week or in a month? Is it like few or do you get tens or even more? Oh, uh, more more than just a few. Yeah, quite a quite a yeah. few. Yeah. Yeah, at least I get something like even up to five, five to ten per week, and it's just too many surveys. So something that companies really need to start looking into is that how can you get unsolicited feedback? How can you understand what the clients say and think about you without actually bothering them? And that that information is already available in the interactions and in the touch points of the company between the company and and the customer. So what you need to do is then find find some ways to understand that what what happens in those touch points and how those interactions go, and it's not really that difficult. If you talk about call centers, there's all kinds of ways to to actually record the calls and then ultimately turn them into text and then text into analysis, and you can get automated. Uh, insights from that, for example, or if you are in the store nowadays, it's very easy to track people in the store so you can see that which are the products and shelves and areas in the store that people go to and which are the areas they are not going into. You can also see that how, how salespeople are performing. So there's a lot of information, but there hasn't been enough will to put all that unsolicited information together so that you create a single view of the customer, which includes those online online feedback, it includes customers' uh, feedback surveys, but it also includes the operational data and the employee view. 
So if you could put all those things together and create this single view of the customer, then you would see that what's going on internally and externally. And I think that's the biggest game changer uh, regarding the customer insight that is coming up this year, this and next year. Now, what do you think happens to uh, organizations that don't do this kind of thing, that don't put proper effort into their customer experiences? What, are they, what does their future look like? Well, I think it looks a little bit grim because if you, for example, look um, the SFP 500 list and how long the companies have been on the list. So 40 years ago, those companies had stayed on the list average 60 years. So today, if you start looking how long companies stay on that list, it's, it's coming down to 15 to 18 years. So basically what it says that companies are coming and going so much faster than what they used to be. And I believe that very big reason behind that is that the people have so much choice. There is so much competition that these traditional big companies haven't been able to cope, up, uh, cope with it. So basically, if you are not serving your clients well, they are not departing their money for your benefit. And that's going to mean that you're not in the business anymore. So customer experience is at the end of the day equal to money, and money always equals to how long you're going to be in the business overall. Now, Yanni, you have a uh, online video training series to help people create their own customer experience blueprint available. Um, <clears throat> tell us a little bit about what what is what's that all about. What would somebody find yeah. out about? That? Definitely, Bill. I mean, first of all, I'm from Finland, so as you can hear, I'm, I'm not <laughs> native American, so so I, you have to excuse my accent on the videos. But the information in that video series, I give, I give for, for your audience, I give three videos for free. The information in it has actually saved my clients uh, over uh, every year over one million US dollars. So it's solid and it works and it generates uh, value if you do what I teach in there. So if you get past, uh, past the video itself and you look into the content and you use the templates and the free tools I'm giving on the same page with the videos, then you can go into your business, you can have a workshop with your colleagues, you can generate a customer experience blueprint, which will show, if you do it properly, that what is it that your customers are after and why are they after that. And that's when you can start aligning your own company's value into the client value and basically generate more money. Well, it sounds like a, a fantastic watch. How long does the video um, last? There is three videos, which of each are between 15 to 20 minutes. So in total, it's about 60 minutes. And I know today it's a lot to ask from people to watch videos for 60 minutes. But, but at the end of the day, if that's going to generate you minimum five-figure uh, cost savings and new revenue opportunities, I think it's worth it anyway. So, because, you know, you cannot always get the good things uh, in a quick and uh, fast way. So sometimes you, little, you need to put a little bit effort, but at the end of the day, it's all about ROI, invest in, invested time and returning back to you. So, well, it's a tremendous value, and, and you know, it, the, this is a way, again, to, to kind of test out and get some information on, on the things that we've been talking about. Um, the, the, the very notion of, of not working on your customers uh, is, is a bad idea. You're gonna, we've already talked earlier today with guests that said you drive up value 
by having positive feedback from customers. That's one way to increase the value of your business. So let me give our listeners the the URL is http colon, do the forward slash thing twice, and then you have bitly, B-I-T dot L-Y, and another forward slash, and then C-E-B, which stands for Customer Experience Blueprint, I guess, C-E-B dash, my name, Bill Black, uh, B-I-L-L-B-L-A-C-K. And we'll put this on our show notes when your interview is loaded up on our website. But uh, this has been tremendous information and very helpful, and I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Bill. It's been absolute pleasure. And I'm sure I'm going to dig into this stuff myself, and I'm sure uh, we'll want to have you back on and talk in more depth about a, a few different uh, of the facets of this. So, again, uh, Yanni Otenen, Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, have a great day. Thank you, Bill. Likewise. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after this. So please stay tuned. You're listening to one of many shows on ExitCoachRadio.com. We're interviewing advisors, authors, and thought leaders for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. If you'd like to be a guest on any of our shows, go to guest.exitcoachradio.com. Exitcoachradio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 